YouTube. If you're here for the live show, you know I love you. If you're here after the fact, you're welcome to. It's all good. Glad to have you. The top story of the day is a Democrat tax that would target Facebook and Amazon. We're going to go into that in depth, but just hang tight. We're also going to be talking about how folks that have opted out of app tracking are continued to be tracked by Facebook and Snapchat. Um, according to this article I just pulled up over here. Did you know that some of the articles I pull up also pull up ads that I can hear and you can't? As Google delays return to office again, experts say Om Omicron sorry, may make it impossible to set new dates. So we're going to be talking a bit about big social media companies trying to get people back into the office, but them failing. That makes me happy. I think people should be able to work from home. Snapchat outlines advanced AR options at LensFest 2021. So the AR revolution continues. Instagram adding new features to offer more protection and well-being prompts to young users. They're all trying to make it safe for young users. We've covered that in length um, and depth. We will continue to do that. Twitter acquiring a messaging app called AppQuill. Uh, which points to coming upgrades for professional users. So Twitter taking a couple notes from LinkedIn. And uh, that leads us into Democrats' new minimum tax targeting Facebook, Amazon analysis shows. So before we get into this, obviously, if uh, you buy into conservative talking points or democratic talking points, your brain has already uh, pretty much come up with how you feel about something like this. Um, the general idea is that Facebook and Amazon would be taxed and that uh, they would use that money, they being uh, the current administration, to make the United States uh, better. So basically, at least 70 of the largest company in the United States, according to FoxBusiness.com. Yes, I know, FoxBusiness.com. Half of you are rolling your eyes and the other half of you are going, oh, good. At least 70 uh, of the largest companies in the U.S. could see higher tax bills under a new minimum levy that President Biden has endorsed in order to, to help fund his sweeping Build Back Better plan. So Senator Warren proposed uh, the tax, and it basically, you know, it imposes um, higher taxes on companies like Amazon, Facebook. The argument that, you know, workers will suffer, I think, has merit, you know, um, I think. And then again, I mean, some of these people at Facebook, man, I know someone who works at uh, Salesforce and uh, they, uh, they're they literally hiring Maroon 5 to come to the Christmas party. You know what I mean? So like explain that to the Arkansas woman who like can't make ends meet. You know what I mean? Um, where the, the, the economy is destroyed. It's like, we're bringing Maroon 5 to the Christmas party. So I get it. Um, that being said, there are also people that work at Facebook in India and are making no money at all. Um, and these taxes obviously have far reaching effects. The tax is a 15% minimum on corporations based on profits. They publicly report on their financial statements to shareholders, even if they had zero federal tax liability. And it applies to companies that report more than a billion in income for three straight years. All right. So just wrap your head around that. So we are talking about a handful of companies. So you have to report over a b -b 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 billion dollars in revenue for three straight years. And this is, hey, look, you got to pay 15%. There's no getting out of it. It is what it is. That is very interesting. So Amazon, Facebook, Microsoft, T-Mobile, Bank of America, Google, and Verizon um, would pay an enormous sum of money, an enormous sum of money. And so... Um, when I was younger, I didn't really understand lobbying. It just seemed like a waste of money to me. I, I thought, why, why do these major corporations have all these lobbyists 
in Washington? How can that possibly uh, return on uh, their investment? Because lobbyists are not cheap. But uh, yeah, if you look at a 15% minimum tax on corporations, even if uh, they would uh, not pay um, federal, uh, that is a massive sum of money and the government, I'm sure, would be quite happy to take that money and invest it in things that will get them reelected. It shows the minimum would generate $22 billion in one year alone from 70 of the biggest publicly traded companies. You got to wonder how these stocks were affected um, or if this passes, how it will affect the stocks of these companies. That is very interesting. Uh, Warren's report shows that Amazon was able to reduce its tax rate from 11.5% rather than 21% in 2020. Um, and that's $830 million. Absolutely wild. Facebook uh, paid $4.5 billion in taxes last year. They'd have to pay an additional $469 million. The other thing, too, is there's an argument for, aren't we paying for this? You know what I mean? Um, I think what it would do is it would incentivize companies to not make a billion dollars, um, stay under that under that radar. Um, but then it would spark competition, right? Because now Facebook is paying a premium for having, I mean, they don't really have a monopoly, but they kind of have a monopoly. Same thing with Google, right? Google would, wouldn't be able to invest in as much in some of these offshoot, um, endeavors, Facebook's metaverse, that sort of stuff. Um, because you know, they're, they're funding the government. Um, what's also true is that it would lead to, competitors, you know, like Acacia, for example, the search engine that plants trees, um, DuckDuckGo, um, a lot of these other competitors to, to grab more market share because they would be able to market better, not pay those taxes, be a little bit leaner and meaner. What do you think? Do you think it's uh, a smart move to tax? Again, it's about 70 companies. You know what I mean? Um, should they be taxed at a higher rate? Um, I'm curious what you think. Leave a comment. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Or any of the podcast platforms that we are currently in. Uh, next article, MacRumors.com. All links to all articles in the description. Loose interpretations of Apple's privacy policies allow apps such as Facebook and Snapchat to continue tracking users for targeted advertising even when they have asked not to be tracked, according to the Financial Times. Yikes! So there is an app tracking transparency feature that allows users to opt out, but apparently it's not working. Quote, an unacknowledged un, un, un shift that lets companies follow a more loose interpretation of its controversial privacy policy. Apple has instructed developers that they may not derive data from a device for the purpose of uniquely identifying it. I mean, what a wild, wild world we live in. Basically, if people have your data, they do not want to get rid of it because that's just money. They are holding on to dollar bills in their pocket. And uh, as long as they can exploit that data for more ad revenue, they're going to do that nine times out of 10. So Apple's privacy policy, apparently allowing apps to, you know, keep tracking them, even if people are saying, yeah, maybe not so much. Obviously, lawsuits follow and that sort of thing. But just goes to show that even if you did spend the time and almost no one does to go through the privacy policies and, you know, choose what you sign up for slash don't sign up for. What does it really matter at the end of the day? It's like, it's almost as if all of our information is public with the exception of our bank account, username and password. Facebook tests a new professional mode for creator profiles. This one from TechCrunch.com. Meta, formerly Facebook, is introducing a new professional mode designed to be used by creators looking to monetize their followings on the network. There are money-making opportunities inside of it. 
And there is a Reels Play bonus program that creators can uh, participate in where they're able to earn up to 35K per month based on the views for short form video content. So I, what people are realizing, all these, um, all these platforms, um, they know that they have to incentivize the creators. And this goes back to my original thesis, which is we all got Zuckerberg not too long ago which is to say when we spend time on a social media platform, especially when we create content for a social media platform, what we are doing is we are um, working for that institution. Um, and so literally it's becoming more and more apparent um, via get paid for your reels, grow your audience. I mean, they're literally just paying us at this point because in the early days, I think people didn't realize it and they would just produce a ton of content for these social media companies. Um, in the forms of pictures, video, you know how it goes. And now it's just glaringly obvious um, that creators are simply employees of these social media companies. Um, let's see. Uh, the changes come at a time when Meta is heavily investing in its creator user base. We get that. The company said it was planning to learn creators with a billion dollars in payments. Absolutely wild. So just be cognizant of that. You know, as you move around the internet, just know that. If you're going to tweet, if you're going to make Facebook posts, post on TikTok, just be aware that you are working for these companies and their pay may be absolutely nothing. For most people, it's Zippo. It is absolutely zero. Um, this is the economy that we find ourselves in. Uh, CNBC.com, as Google delays return to office again, experts say Omicron may make it impossible to set new dates. Uh, Google has delayed its return to office, um, pushing its January 10 full reopening into 2022. The company did not set a new return date like it had previously. Google's making a, quote, smart move, according to the article, by not setting a firm new return date, according to Dr. Dennis Nash, a professor at epidemiology at the CUNY Graduate School of Public Health. Okay, so um, good. I don't know why we should go back to the office. It makes no sense uh, to me at all. And uh, longtime listeners of the show know that I have very strong feelings about people going back to the office. I think it's absolutely ludicrous. People die in car accidents. Um, employers are not being held liable for said car accidents. That to me is insane. There's going to be attorneys that uh, are going to sue uh, companies like Facebook saying, we proved uh, that folks could work from home and you forced them back. They got into a car accident. Now you owe us $20 million. And that is going to make Facebook, Google, and a lot of these other companies think uh, twice about forcing them back to the office. Why can't we work from home? It doesn't make any sense. Um, this is the future. Also, I think residential real estate has a very bright future because everyone's going to want um, that extra bedroom, especially larger residential real estate, um, because home offices are going to become ubiquitous. I think they are. Socialmediatoday.com Snapchat outlines advanced AR options at LensFest 2021, including new features for its AR spectacles. Snapchat has held its annual LensFest AR showcase event, which was once again hosted digitally this year due to COVID impacts. Um, they basically show off their AR. We get it. Some of the highlights are that Snap has shared a range of updates to its Lens Studio tool. Most exciting development is real-world physics, which will mean more of Snap's AR creations will now appear and react more realistically, like forces of gravity and collision. 
They also unveiled an advanced form of its world mesh AR mapping, which enables creators to use depth information and world geometry understanding to create AR experiences that look and feel more realistic. <laughs> I like following Snapchat because ultimately I think they're way ahead of uh, Facebook on AR. And I think that they're just leading the way um, when it comes to glasses. I mean, I could definitely see like a Snapchat, Facebook hybrid, God knows what um, sort of um, augmented reality push. I think virtual reality is going to be clunky uh, and AR reality is going to be a lot more ubiquitous. For example, I can see us driving um, and seeing traffic routes in AR. I can see us um, seeing ads, turning off ads, um, getting data about people, publicly sharing data. For example, um, I could totally see people um, turning on filters where other people could look at them and get certain information about them. Uh, for example, if you go to an event, like a speed dating thing, um, you could go in and, and turn on all this information about you and people could look at you and then pull up this information or see it in the AR environment. It's one example, say it's a professional event, you could have your URL right there in the AR environment. I think billboards are just going to be blank in the future. In fact, I don't think they're going to be there at all. I think advertisements are going to appear in the sky as you're looking around with your AR glasses on. Um, and Snapchat is leading the way in regards to this sort of technology. And so they're making improvements um, with things like gravity effects, et cetera. Instagram adding new features to offer more protection and well-being prompts for young users. We have covered many articles on this show about um, how these major players are terrified um, of getting sued, terrified of the ramifications of this kind of um, impossible to regulate content uh, for kids. Um, YouTube has all kinds of settings um, to basically have uh, young folks protected. As a parent, I know that if I turn on kid mode in YouTube, it is not 100% by any stretch of the imagination. And the problem, of course, is, not, is that this is not the TV world where you have a series of moderators looking at an episode and they've got plenty of time to take a look at it. There are too many hours of content being added every second. Um, there's just no way. You have to use machines and those machines do not always get it right. Instagram, according to socialmediatoday.com, has announced a range of new features designed to offer more protection to young users, both from the negative impacts of overuse of the app and from predators that may be lurking within its networks. That's the main one. Um, I recently gave my daughter uh, my old phone and, uh, you know, I definitely am cognizant of the fact that she can now reach anyone and anyone could potentially reach her. Um, I don't think that there is actually a method through which they could do that. She did TikTok. That would be the way. So got to keep my eye on all that stuff. It's wild. So anyway, um, there are a lot of uh, problems um, trying to regulate this, and I do not uh, envy Instagram, nor do I envy the teams that have to deal with that sort of regulation. Twitter acquires messaging app Quill, which points to coming upgrades for professional users. Um, if you're like me, you do not put Twitter and professionalism in the same sentence because nine times out of ten, they're just not even in the same ballpark. Um, unsurprisingly, uh, Twitter is doing everything they can to monetize and they know that the professional world is a, an, an excellent source of income and revenue for them at a guess, apparently according to the author, Andrew Hutchinson, again, social media today, um, quote, I would say that Twitter is looking to build new professional tools into an alternate Twitter blue type offering 
which which would provide more analytics monitoring and creation features in a different paid tier for business users. Yeah. So so Quill um, facilitates efficient message communication uh, with advanced layout and sorting options. It's just more professional. So um, Quill describes itself as follows, quote, built for productivity and focus. Quill reduces notifications, collects conversations into threads and gets out of your way so you can get back to doing what you do best, which sounds a lot like Google, sort of a, a simplified model. So basically um, with Twitter's acquisition of Quill, they could be looking to um, set up a more professional environment. We will see how that unfolds. Ladies and gentlemen, those are the articles of the day. That's your recap. Let's summarize Democrats' new minimum tax targeting Facebook, Amazon, and 70 other very large companies. Actually, 70 in total. Uh, do you think it's smart that there's a minimum federal tax on these companies? Um, an, an, un, an unavoidable 15% tax? Um, do you think that the downline ramifications are bad for workers? Do you think it's uh, totally fair? What do you think? YouTube.com for us. Send it rising. Uh, you can find uh, a place to comment. Let me know. iOS users who opt out of app tracking are still being tracked. Well, welcome to 2021. Facebook tests a new professional mode for creator profiles. Everyone's going professional mode because they know that professional is a synonym for money, get paid. Um, so if you want to make money off of your reels, check out Facebook's professional mode. Google delays return to office. Good. They are, they're saying that we may not be able to. Well, look, it can't be that pressing, can it? at the end of the day. Now they are paying for massive office space, which is a ludicrous waste of money, but it just goes to show that it it's always been a waste of money, that there's no good reason why uh, people should go back. Um, I don't think it's fair uh, to anyone at this point. I think we've proven that we can work from home effectively. Snapchat outlines advanced AR options at LensFest. I'm telling you, I, you know what? I give it 2022. I think late 2022, we're going to see the first um, real wave of AR glasses hit the market. And uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. I think by 2024, um, they will be ubiquitous. There's my guess for you. Instagram adds new features to offer more protection and well-being prompts to young users. Yep, they all don't want to get sued and they all have kids. They get that it's very important. Twitter requires messaging app Quill because they want those professional dollars. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that your life is everything you have ever wanted it to be. I hope that you're in heaven on earth and that things are perfect and fantastic despite the fact that you feel pain and that you have fearful thoughts. Fearful thoughts that are illusions at the end of the day. Nothing more. Thank you for swinging by the show. You know I love you. Talk to you next time. Bye for now.